0: Girl, Wild Grain is a sponsor this week. I know you are very excited to talk about it. I'm going to shut the hell up.
1: I've been dying to talk about this. So Wild Grain is the first ever Bake from Frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. Let me tell you, we had the croissant, we had the sourdough baguette, we had the sourdough loaf. Each item, you bake it right from frozen in 25 minutes or less. There's no thawing required.
0: What is like the word for foodie for people who just like bread? Because that is Steve. Steve is a bready. That's me. When we got our wild grain box. Steve tore, actually Golden tore it open. He was like, Golden smelled the bread, tore the mm-hmm. thing open. We popped the baguette right in. The, I'm a baguette and yeah. I we devoured that baguette in 30 seconds, and you've been dying to talk about this for weeks. Like, you, this is the real deal, fam. Julian's like, signed up for this for life.
1: Yeah, Mike may, I'm not kidding, my hand, to, I swear. Yesterday <laughs> Mike was just like, I'm a little, like, a snack he wanted was the yeah. last sourdough baguette we had, and I'm like, we have to order more, because uh, I don't know how we're gonna survive without
0: it. So, fam, you can fully customize your wild grain box so you can get any combination of breads, pastas and pastries you like. If you want a box full of bread, all pasta, all pastries, you can have it.
1: That's right. And plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com/tco to start your subscription.
0: You heard her, free croissants. <laughs> In every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash TCO. That's
1: wildgrain.com slash TCO or you can use promo code TCO at checkout.
0: Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, fam. So this week we're doing that thing where we're revisiting one of our favorite episodes. This is Down the Hill, The Delphi Murders, What a crazy, insane, heartbreaking case.
1: I know. This is one of those cases where it's like people are so super invested because we don't know what the
0: hell is going on. Yeah. And so before we get to a fam, I just want to remind you a couple of things. Number one, our merch is still happening. It's still live for like another couple of days. We've got the new TCO Pride merch. We've got the Ted Bunny isn't a hot merch. We've got the podcast Besties merch. So much stuff. There's some Let the Women merch there too. Let the Women do the work and it even says your name on it now. Oh my God. That's (laughs) embarrassingly wonderful. I also want to remind you guys we've added some TCO tour dates kind of. So I am going on the road in August with Lance and Tim and Pulitzer Prize winner Maggie Freeling. Oh my God. I know. We are taking the True Crime Obsessed live show covering the disappearance of Maura Murray on the road. We're coming to Orlando. Orlando, West Palm Beach, Atlanta, St. Paul, Dallas, and Houston—places you and I haven't even been to yet. Yeah, no, no. The show is going to be great. We did the show a bunch of times a couple of years ago. It's really funny, but it also gives you all the latest updates in the case. Julian is not going to be there for these dates.
1: Yeah, I'm not, but I will see you all at Obsessed Fest. That I can promise you.
0: People keep being like, "Why isn't she coming?" I'm like, "It's just the flying." She does. We're not in a fight. Everything's.
1: Fine. Oh my <laughs> god! Oh, do you know it didn't even occur to me that people would think that because that's like I so know. not. What we
0: do, I was like, wait, no. why else would
1: I? Hello, no. have you
0: listened to a word I've said on any of these podcasts? Like, exactly. But also, Jillian's new podcast, "Let the Women Do the Work," is on fire, fam! You get a new episode every Thursday. If you haven't been listening, you can catch up. Our li- our last episode was with Gemma Hoskins from The yes. Keepers.
1: Yes. And I want to thank everyone so much for the really fantastic, like, heartwarming feedback. We work so, so, so hard on this show, so to hear that you're enjoying it and like getting something from it really means a lot to me. So thank you for listening.
0: Yeah. All right. All right, with that, shall we get to it? Okay. Let's do it. All right. Girl, what are we talking about today? We are talking
1: about... Well, speaking of podcasts, we were talking about Down the Hill, the Delphi murders on HLN.
0: So HLN made a podcast called this. It's called Down the Hill, the Delphi murders, which I totally listened to. Yes, me too, actually. I I loved the podcast. And then they developed it for TV. and That's what we're covering.
1: Yeah. And they remind us... Many times about the yeah. successful super hit podcast yeah. that was down the hill, the Delphi Murders. Which you is know great.
0: what though, it was really good. It was, I I love supporting other True Crime podcasts. It yeah. was really good. Go listen to it if you haven't.
1: Yeah, it would be us if we we're like, did you guys ever hear of True Crime Obsessed? Right. <laughs> we're now doing True Crime Obsessed, the TV show. Oh, well, that would be so fun.
0: That would be um, really fun. If there are any producers out there, we're taking we're taking meetings. We're
1: available. Two missing juveniles.
0: We had a sense of
2: urgency, we need to find them.
3: Liberty, Lynn, German. Something's different about
2: this.
4: Abigail, Joyce, Williams. Can they make it through the night? Last scene at the High Bridge in Delphi, Indiana. What are we gonna find down here? What am I gonna see?
5: And he said, they've they found the girls. And I had like a split second of, oh, thank God. But he didn't say anything else after two teenage girls go hiking in the woods and are found murdered. Investigators
4: calling the crime scene
5: a complicated one.
2: We believe you are hiding in plain sight.
5: I have
4: nothing to do but hope
2: and praise. And you want to know what we know.
5: I hate waiting. I hate
1: it.
2: I'm not going to give up. We can't give up hope. But one day you will. They fought till the
0: bitter end and we should do the same for them.
1: So we get like six
0: coming up ons and one coming up on They basically tell us about the town of Delphi, Indiana A
3: small historical town that was once the epitome of the innocence of middle America Where neighbors knew neighbors And parents would allow their children to play on the streets alone Worry free But those days are long gone
0: Where all the neighbors knew their neighbors, parents would allow their kids to play in the street alone, it was worry-free. And I just was like, they're laying it on a little thick about Delphi, no?
1: Yeah, well, first of all, when they're like, you know, the epitome of the innocence of middle America, I'm like, well, every other small town we've ever (laughs) covered begs to differ, (laughs) number one. And two, they're like, you know, a place where your kids could walk home alone, worry-free, but those days are long gone. I'm like, did (laughs) Keith Morrison write
0: this? Listen, Delphi's been through it, I understand. But like, this whole thing ends with them being like, well, how is Delphi different now? Well, now people lock their doors. Guys, lock your doors. Lock them always. Just out of out, an abundance of caution, just lock your goddamn doors.
1: Yeah, I mean, we live in a world where people have those doorbells that are also cameras. Can you just lock right. your fucking door? It's not. We're not in the fifties anymore, where technology wasn't really a thing. Can you just get with it just and lock, lock the door? The door. And what's, the, and is, what, what's the worst thing that happens? Someone has to ring your camera doorbell or knock on the door. Why does your door need to be unlocked I in the first place? Is it the principle of the thing or what? What's the worst thing? What's the, someone, what's the you worst? Someone, hear thing? this? <laughs> Nance, hello. <laughs> You got that pie ready or what? It's the worst, that's the worst that could happen. Someone raises their voice to talk to you through your door. Lock it. Just lock it.
0: <laughs> I did not think we were going to find any laughs in this one, girl. Oh. I did not think this was going to be funny at all. Oh, God. So we meet the hosts of the podcast, Barbara McDonald and Drew mm-hmm. Iden, And they were the hosts of the podcast, and they are the hosts of the TV show now. Yeah. You did it. You did the podcasting dream. You made a podcast that got turned into a TV show, and you got to be on it. You I nailed know. it. I just, Seriously, cheers to you. Barbara and Drew, you really did it. Good, good job, everybody.
1: Barbara and Drew, do you know like any producers? that
0: maybe... <laughs> Why has nobody turned this into a TV show? That are into like, the comedy it's not of it for all? Not, not, not for lack of trying, you guys.
1: You know why? Because they're like true crime comedy... Pass, I know. pass, I know. pass.
0: You said they were funny. Oh, oh no. no, and he's no, no,
1: no. he's what? Loud? Right. Wait, <laughs> gay and like a woman? Pass, hard. Pass. Do you have any like mediocre white dudes who straight white dudes who just want to talk gotcha. shit and be misogynistic? Zach Baggins or Baggins no, or whatever? No, Not no. no. Uh uh-uh. But no, let's put him on every network and give them. Yeah. You know,
0: let's let he, let's keep letting Billy make TV shows. They're good. Well, yeah, yeah, because he has Alexis and Payne. Payne, you get to keep making TV too, my friend. Yeah, because of right? those eyes. Because yeah. I said so. Because those eyes. Come on, we get it so look they did the podcast and they've come back to Delphi because the mystery consumes them it consumes everyone and there's like updates in the story they're back in Delphi to continue telling the story
1: right so our victims are Liberty German and Abigail Williams yeah and they walked across an they're abandoned kids. they're they're 13 year olds 13 yeah and they walked across an abandoned bridge and then uh, Drew goes
3: from there it gets very murky with facts and evidence clouded by rumors and theories
1: from there it gets very murky and I'm like translation and that's basically. Basically, all we know, yes. because that's kind <laughs> that of is. it. That's yeah. kind
0: of it. Yeah, and you know the whole thing that's so scary is like, as I'm sure you all know, this is an unsolved crime. Like the person is still out there. Like, this could happen again. There, it could happen again. It happen again in your hometown. Yet another reason to lock your goddamn doors.
1: Yeah, it's like very unsolved. Yes. I know it's like either you're pregnant. You can't just be like a little pregnant. Yeah, it's like either it's unsolved <laughs> or it's solved. But this is yeah. like super unsolved.
0: I am with everybody in this town who's like, but why is it unsolved? There's more yes. evidence in this crime than in anything else. Oh my god. So we meet Libby's older sister. Kelsey she's fucking awesome and Kelsey takes us through the events of the morning so this all happened on February 13th 2017 and it was a Monday and we learned that the girls Abby and Libby had a sleepover the night before because Monday school wasn't in session
4: so that morning we I actually slept in the girls were up already I was in the bathroom getting ready to go to my boyfriend's before work Kelsey sounds 35 years old. I
0: I'm going to just
1: swing by my boyfriend's <laughs> house before work. It's like I she's know. got a full checklist. Kelsey is on it.
0: You know, the thing is, too, like, we don't get a lot of backstory, but something happened in Kelsey and Libby's family. They live with their grandparents, and mm-hmm. their mom lives 250 miles away, and they they seem close that the mom is here. <laughs> yeah. But I think that Kelsey does a lot of, like, taking care of Libby.
1: Yeah, they call it something here when yeah. we get there, because yeah. I made a note about yeah, it, yeah. how they describe <laughs>
0: everything. But it, you know, like, Kelsey and Libby seem unusually close for sisters of that age difference. Yeah, yeah. You know? So
1: Abby and Libby ask Kelsey, they want to go to this bridge. They want to go to this place. And Kelsey's like, all right, I'll drop you guys off at the bridge. And then Derek, Kelsey and Libby's dad was going to pick them up. Yeah. So Kelsey walks us through the whole thing. She says she drops them
4: off at 1.40 p.m. And I made sure they both had the sweatshirts that I told them to take. And I told Libby I loved her. And I watched them walk away. (laughs) She goes, and I watched them walk away.
0: Yeah, and the thing about this bridge we'll learn later, like this high bridge is off. Limits technically, but it's in a park, and I guess easy to get to. Yeah, like everyone goes, like teenagers and
1: you know, y- like young teenagers, yeah. like thirteen-year-olds and eighteen-year-olds alike. They all go there, but it, like technically, it's closed off to the public. Yeah, it's time,
0: Delphi, Indiana. It's time to knock that fucking bridge down, or no? at
1: least repair it. I have Why a rant I know? coming. I know. I know. <laughs> Just fix the fucking bridge, or
0: knock it down. Like if it's not in use anymore, people are gonna die. We'll get there in a second yeah. because we meet Libby's grandparents, Mike and Becky. They're awesome. They're also they look like they're in their twenties. I know. They honestly. <laughs> They look like they are so young. Quotes for days, Quotes these two. Quotes for days. But the interviewer, Barbara, is like, so you were fine with, like, your 13-year-old just, like, wandering into the woods by themselves? And she's like, it's better than sitting in front of the Xbox or the TV.
1: Now, hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> what she says is... There's nothing else here in Delphi
5: for them to do. Would I rather them be out on a public park, a trailway, and walking and getting some exercise than sitting in front of the TV or on a game box or something? Most certainly.
1: She says it's better than the TV or, and I quote, a game box. I know, I know. To which I say Grandma Becky, keep being you. It's true. <laughs> it's like the Xbox, the PlayStation, the Switch, yeah. they're all game boxes. She's absolutely right. She's and not it's wrong. awesome
0: that your kids want to go into the woods, and I guess like in other places like these trails where they're going are very well traveled, which is uh, another reason why this murder being unsolved is so weird because it happened in broad daylight. Right. But like I think the the idea is that like it's a safe place to go, even though they're just kids, like nothing ever happens. But
1: also, it's like this rickety bridge. So the bridge is seventy feet above a creek below. There's seventy
0: feet is seven stories, you guys. Right. That is that is certain death if you fall off it. It's, There's no railings. It's,
1: yeah, there're no railings. It's rotting wood. It's a yeah. fucking death bridge. Yeah. Nothing about this seems fine. Yeah. Like yeah. It, and that, that's why kids want to go cuz it's like right. dangerous and like yeah. we shouldn't really be there, and there like it, let's walk across the death
0: bridge. It's missing planks. So yeah. like they yes. are like you could like if you're not looking down, you could fall through over my dead no. body would anybody that I know go to this fucking And bridge. the wood that's there is like soft and rotting. Yeah. Yeah. Knock it down. I know. <laughs> no. no knock it down I or mean, make it actually impossible for people to get. If it's quote off limits, knock it down. You're never going to use that bridge again. Knock it down. And
1: there's no such thing as off limits where it ju- when it just like exists in right. the woods. There's yeah. nothing like blocking no. it off. It's Put just an like,
0: armed guard in front of it.
1: Yeah, hey teenagers, right. can you listen? We're going to set a rule about this really cool, spooky <laughs> death bridge. Don't go anywhere near it. The grown-ups say no. The teenagers are like every day of our lives oh are we going God. to that bridge.
0: The bridge looks like the train bridge in Stand By Me if you remember that.
1: (laughs) Most certainly does. Only deathier. Only
0: way deathier, yeah.
1: God damn it. (laughs) Fix the bridge, or just stop it from existing. Stop the bridge. I know. I know. So we then we meet Erica, Erica Gibson, and she's a friend of Abby and Libby. Yeah. And Abby and Libby were posting to Snapchat. They were just like taking cute pictures. Is Snapchat still a thing? No. No. It's TikTok now.
0: TikTok and like Instagram stories, because that's like what it used to be, right? Like, you would take pictures and they would disappear after like a day or something. Like
1: twenty-four hours. And TikTok lives forever. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. We're on the TikTok now. Do I have to get on TikTok?
1: No, I'm on it. I scroll. Okay. Uh, But I don't. I think.
0: like 15 years ago on Instagram
1: I look at Snapchat and I'm like I'm not inspired to make a TikTok like I know. it feels like there's so much effort like everyone's learning the dances and doing these filters well, you and- know what
0: I want to do this is my someone's gonna steal this now that I'm saying it what? my idea for a TikTok you know how people do that thing where they like look frumpy and they're holding their camera at the mirror and then they smash it yeah. and they look like a there's million like bucks there's like some cool transition I want to do it where I smash it and I look exactly the same and I shake my phone like it's broken
1: <laughs> I'm sorry I love you yeah. I feel like
0: someone's already done it some- on TikTok <laughs>
1: I feel like that's I didn't some just invent bit. that I don't know. I don't
0: Some other frumpy gay. Do you know other frumpy gays? No. Okay. <laughs> I
1: don't I only have eyes for you.
0: Frumpy gays, I'm telling you, that's my bit. I'm gonna do it if I ever get on TikTok, it's my neighbor's journey. Copyright Patrick Hines, twenty twenty one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you have it. Okay, thanks so much. <laughs> Been through a lot today. I'm gonna yes. let you have this one. <laughs> So here's the other thing we learned about this fucking bridge. When you walk across it, if you live and you get to the other side, it's a dead end. You literally have to turn around and go back across the depth. There's nowhere to go. The only way to cross that bridge is to do it twice. Yes. The far side of
3: the bridge has no trail. The woods have taken over that part of the abandoned rail line. So, kids that walk the bridge to the far end commonly discover that the excitement ends there and turn around and head back the way they came.
0: It's not like you can, like, then go into the woods and walk down and, like, cross no. the creek on foot and then come no. out. No.
1: Because it's 70 stories up. So, oh, you can't my just, God. like, it's not make It's 70 your...
0: stories. It's 70 feet. 70
1: feet. <laughs> Honestly, it's the same exact thing. Yeah, I know. To, what, I know. Once it gets to once it gets past, like, five feet in the yeah, air, yeah. it's
0: death. I love 1902 when they were constructing. This train bridge You're like, you know, what we're gonna let's make that part of it 70 stories. Yeah. But boss, the actual overpass is only seven Doesn't stories. No, no, let's make it 70. What are you a woman? <laughs> Shut up, you dummy. We're doing it my way. 70 stories.
1: It feels 70 stories. The Empire State that's what it feels like, though. It's all the same to me.
0: Oh boy. <laughs> And they were saying that like this day on the bridge might have been Abby's first time on the bridge but that Libby had no fear. She would go on this bridge all the time. Mm -hmm. They were posting pictures to Snapchat and their friend Erica actually took a screenshot of the Snapchat. It's like a way of gaming Snapchat so you can like actually keep the photo forever. But
1: I think she did it after she realized they were missing because it has, I thought so too. I was like the force like oh my God how did she never do this? But we learned pretty quickly that they're missing so she was like oh my God they were on Snapchat screenshots. Smart. Oh Erica so fucking smart. Smart either way but at first I was like why is erica just screenshotting this and i'm like no dummy because she found out about it before the 24 hours were up, and she took a screenshot so
0: 3:30 rolls around libby's dad gets to the area to pick them up and they're not there he calls his mother and it's like derrick called me and he
5: said i'm i'm here at the trails have you heard from libby and i said well no and he said i've called her several times and she's not picking she's not answering
0: so Grandma calls Kelsey, the older sister, and
4: Kelsey says... She was kind of freaking out, but that was kind of normal for her, so I wasn't too worried. And I was like, no, I haven't heard from her, um, but I can head down to the bridge. I'll just call work and tell them I can't come in right now.
0: Grandma was kind of freaking out, but that was normal for
4: her. Yeah, and I'm like, Gran- grandmas all around the world unite in your
1: endless, <laughs> endless <laughs> panic. Sometimes you're right. <laughs> You're rarely right, but sometimes you are.
0: I'm gonna be the best grandma because I am gonna be freaking out all the time. But like
1: my mom's mom, I, I would say the same thing. Like, yeah, what now? There's right, nothing right. wrong. <laughs> There's like nothing happening. <laughs> like, oh, she's freaking out, but that's kind of normal. Like I, that, I understand. <laughs> totally. I understand
0: where what that's like. Running at the top of their lungs every single day. I mean,
1: did I? I told this story in the Facebook group not too long ago. She would like look in the paper for like <gasps> horrible things and see like where I, we, we lived and how close it was. No way. And yeah. And what my younger cousin is like a very athletic person. She joined like a soccer team and I, like she was happy and she loved it. And my grandmother, Annie, we called her and she was like, oh, did you hear about that girl in the paper? She played soccer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Annie, what happened? She's she's dead now. She was murdered. Are you sure that's the kind of sport you want to be playing? That's the kind of connection uh-huh. she makes. So, uh-huh, for, so uh-huh. for Kelsey to be like, she freaked out a lot, but yeah, like she, no one really she... took it. I, I know those phone calls, <laughs> Kelsey. I, I see you and I hear you.
0: Girl, Wild Grain is a sponsor this week. I know you are very excited to talk about it. I'm going to shut the hell up.
1: I've been dying to talk about this. So Wild Grain is the first ever Bake from Frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. Let me tell you, we had the croissant. We had the sourdough baguette. We had the sourdough loaf. Each item, you bake it right from frozen in 25 minutes or less. There's no thawing required.
0: What is like the word for foodie for people who just like bread? Because that is Steve. Steve is a bready. That's me. When we, Got our wild grain box. Steve tore, actually, Golden tore it open. He was like, Golden smelled the bread, tore the Mm -hmm. thing open. We popped the baguette right in. I'm a baguette, and I we devoured that baguette in 30 seconds. And you've been dying to talk about this for weeks. Like, this is the real deal, fam. Julian's like signed up for this for life.
1: Yeah, Mike, I'm not kidding. My hand, I swear. (laughs) Yesterday, Mike was just like, I'm a little like a snack. He wanted was the last sourdough baguette we had, and I'm like, we have to order more because I don't (gasps) know how we're gonna survive without it.
0: So, fam, you can fully cut. Customize your wild grain box so you can get any combination of breads, pastas, and pastries you like. If you want a box full of bread, all pasta, all pastries, you can have it.
1: That's right. And plus for a limited time, you can get thirty dollars off the first box, plus free croissants in every box. When you go to wildgrain.com slash TCO to start your subscription.
0: You heard her free croissants. <laughs> In every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash TCO. That's
1: wildgrain.com slash TCO. Or you can use promo code TCO at checkout.
0: So at first, people aren't worried. We meet Anna Williams, who's Abby's mom, and she's just saying that like- I wasn't super worried. It just didn't seem like too big of a deal right to begin with. I mean, they were probably
2: all busy with friends and lost track of time, and you just don't worry about it when you're here. It's, it's a small town.
4: Neither one of them had a good sense of direction, so I was positive that if they decided to wander
0: off somewhere, that they were just lost. She hasn't shaved for days, too. She's like, neither one of those kids had any good sense of direction. They were
1: 13. But also, like, that's scary, too. They're just lost in the
0: woods. I know. That's also scary. Maybe that's not, like, I get that you don't want them in front of the game box or the television. But, like, maybe, like, the two 13 year old kids with the bad sense of direction don't send them to that 70 story bridge park.
1: In February, where it's like they're just lost in the woods, it's fine. What is it? What is it? Sunset? (laughs) Don't worry about it. It it it.
0: gets dark at four o'clock. It's scary no matter what.
1: Yeah. Why isn't
0: anybody worried? I'm worried.
1: Scary Yeah. to bottom. Yeah. And and also, Kelsey's like, honestly, I was more worried about how much trouble they're going to be in for missing curfew. And I'm like, honestly, also totally valid.
0: Totally valid. Kelsey, even after that, I was like.
4: Then me and Cody crossed the bridge and we're looking in the woods and we couldn't find them anywhere. That's when I started to realize something was really wrong
0: that's when she's like oh fuck like something's really wrong because where
1: else could they be if they're not like right there then where the hell are they so we meet carrie and she's kelsey and libby's mom and they describe quote due to
3: a bit of a complex family dynamic carrie was living and working near lexington kentucky at the time they really, really don't get into it,
1: and we learned like Carrie was living and working in Lexington, Kentucky, which is 150 miles away. Yeah, and Kelsey and Libby were living with their grandparents.
0: Yeah, but like the dad was going to pick them up that day, so complicated family dynamics. You nailed it, and that's all we know. <laughs> yeah, that's all we know. That's all. But we they're know. all here, and they all loved Libby and Kelsey very much. Yes. Yeah. yeah I
1: mean, you could be. You could. <laughs> there could still be a lot of love and complicated oh, family absolutely,
0: dynamics. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: And now it's like 5:30. The search is officially beginning.
0: Right. And everyone's saying like, well, maybe they just they're 13. Maybe they just like ran off with some boys. They're partying and drinking. Everyone who knows them is like, absolutely not. They also, would never do that. Very scary. Yeah. Also very also scary. a Very terrifying option. Absolutely.
1: So they're not. It's five thirty. You know they're knocking on doors. They're looking everywhere. It's getting dark.
0: It's super cold. And that's the thing. Like it's the getting darkness of it that is like, oh yeah. my god. You know.
1: And the, and that's that sense of urgency. Like there's a knock at the door, and it's like two young girls are missing, and the sun's going down. People yeah. are joining the search. Yeah.
0: Like oh fuck, let me get my coat. I'm coming out with 1000%. you. One thousand percent. The podcasters really like go like. Out of their way to point that fact yeah. out. Like the people of this town are awesome, yeah, and they are very invested and worried about these girls. Yeah,
1: this has nothing to do with anything. You should lock your doors more. I know. Having an unlocked door yeah. did not lead to this tragedy no. today. I just want a reminder. Again, yes. the worst that can happen yes. is you hear a little bit of knocking. That's it. Small price to pay. Small for the peace of mind. And you lock it when you go to bed, though, I right? Was say, You're I not. I sit
0: bolt upright sometimes at two in the morning when I'm like, oh my god, did I lock the door? You did I the live in an apartment you did... building. Yes. You have to like, get in the front door of that building and then somehow up to my floor and know that my door and is then, unlocked. then like, pick your door. Right. Like, no. right. mm, I, I think I'm going to do that one today. <laughs> like, it, but lock but it. I have been broken into while I was at home and asleep. Simply safe is back. Just uh, kidding. just
1: kidding. But that's,
0: that's <laughs> but why. But it's true. Yeah. Because you've lived it. And they also say this horrible thing about how like, I remember the one moment when Becky had said,
1: Libby's afraid of the dark. She would not Choose to be out here if something wasn't wrong. And that was really the first time I considered the fact that there was something very serious.
0: There's no way she would be out there in the dark on purpose if something bad hadn't happened. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Or if they lost track of
1: time or right. whatever. Like yeah, they yeah. and they also would have called somebody. Exactly. You know? Right, right. When like one of them has a self. Libby has a cell phone. They were Snapchatty. They would have yeah. said, you know, they would have figured it out.
0: So they call the fire department. I guess like that's who the search and rescue people are. And the search and rescue people are here now to say to us, like, guess what? Like our success rate in finding people is very high Yeah. so we weren't worried we knew we were going to find them but then it was like after nightfall when like it was dark out and there was no trace of them that's when they too were like okay it's not great
1: yeah it's not great and then everyone's searching but then it's 1.30 in the morning and we learn you know these people are volunteers and the, the fire
0: chief is like
2: I believe we were out till about 1.30 in the morning and I finally met up with the sheriff and, and the city chief of police. And I said, you know, my guys are volunteer. You know, they have to go to work in the morning. We will do whatever you want. But I have to kind of look out
0: for that aspect of, you know, the volunteers. We all want to help these kids, but, like, they got to go to work, too. Yeah. So they're going to send them home. And Grandma Becky is like, please, please don't go. And she says they don't have coats. Like, they will they be able to make it the through the, the night? Weather. And one of the one of the officers says to them they have youth on their side.
1: Which is like, no, that's I, not an answer.
0: That's kind of the opposite. You know what I mean? What
1: the fuck does that mean? They have
0: zero... Who knows what that means? Like, what does that mean? What, did they not get as cold? What are you talking Uh, about? So then we learned that in the very early morning hours of the 14th of February, not long after the search had been called off for the night, the sheriff was notified that a cell tower had picked up a signal from one of the girls' cell phones. And everyone comes rushing back to the Right back out. Because it picked up the signal right near the bridge. Mm -hmm. The phone and hopefully the girls alive are maybe near... Nearby.
1: But then they all get out an hour after they tucked in for the night. Yeah. It's 2.30 in the morning. They go, and they don't find the phone or the girls.
0: No, but these people are heroes. Like, the fact that they just, everyone, like, Oh, really, of course. It's no, not their fault. No, and I'm not saying that you didn't think they were <laughs> heroes. But I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, everyone really cared yeah, about it. Oh, of them. course. And
1: no one was sleeping.
0: Yeah, exactly. So
1: the next morning, the bodies are found, and everyone is devastated. But at first, what makes it worse
0: I know. is that
1: as the, like, the parents and yeah, the families are being are, notified, they're like, oh, we found we them. Found them, they're like oh my god great you found them alive yeah. amazing oh they're in so much trouble when they I get know. home and like no one wants to
0: believe and we hear from one family member after another like
5: and he said carrie they've they found the girls and i had like a split second of oh thank god but he didn't say anything else
0: like, they had that momentary yeah. moment of like, oh, you found them. There's got to be a different way to say that. I know. There's got, I don't know what it is. Well,
1: you probably hear the first part of it, and then yeah. you just say, oh, alive, right? Yes. Like, you just, yeah. you, the family member, you just, you need to hear that. You yeah, need to. Yeah,
0: I know. And the girls are dead. And
1: they were found about a quarter mile from Highbridge.
0: This is where, like, the documentary takes a pause to sort of tell us about Libby and to tell us about Abby. And they were just wonderful kids who loved their families, and they were really active, and they were good, sweet, amazing young girls that this happened to.
1: Yeah, like Abby was really curious about bugs and nature yeah. and you know I was like not me.
0: Yeah. Actually that you know you guys would be surprised to know when I was a little kid I was really curious about bugs. I used to have like a pet gardener snake. garter snake? Gardener snake? I don't know how you say it. Oh my god! I like actually would actively go looking for little snakes. I was obsessed.
1: That time where you almost blacked out because I was telling you a snake story. <laughs> you couldn't handle it. I know you used to have one.
0: <laughs> I did.
1: And and Libby was like a free spirit and super independent. They were both like really smart and just like full of life.
0: Yeah so host Barbara goes to the crime scene. I didn't know this. The crime scene apparently is on private property. Yeah. And the owner super did not want anyone to be there. But Barbara like sweet talks her way onto the property with a camera crew. But she's saying to us that
5: you can kind of see that it is sort of a bowl shape here where... If you have two bodies laying on the ground here and people are walking along the creek, they wouldn't necessarily see that.
0: So though it's close to the hiking trails, when the bodies were there and people were like walking along the trails looking for the bodies, they wouldn't have been able to see them.
1: Right. And so we meet one of these these spokespeople. I think he's like a police spokesperson. Yeah. And he says, you know, we knew this wasn't an accident. And now I'm starting to say, well, then what the hell happened? Right. Because you start to realize... We're not gonna learn anything, are we? Uh
0: huh. Because uh-huh.
1: they even still, or they're not, just not telling us, and uh-huh. we'll get into that in a little bit. So now we're at it's like a day or two later, right?
0: February fifteenth, twenty seventeen.
1: And Superintendent Doug Carter, he's a cop, and he's giving a press conference, yeah. right? And at this press conference, he releases an image of a man walking on this horrible, scary bridge.
0: And everyone is like, "Where the fuck did that picture come from?" They just assume, apparently, in the woods mm-hmm. on these hiking trails, there's cameras. Who knew? There should fucking be cameras I, I everywhere. Like cameras. cameras in (laughs)
1: That's
0: what I want. Every inch of every wooded area everywhere on the planet. Constantly. There should not be an inch of the Amazon that I can't pull up on the computer right now. Or
1: that if you need help, you can get Wi-Fi everywhere. (laughs)
0: Totally. And a Starbucks while we're at it. Or a Dunkin' Donuts. (laughs) Every four blocks in the Amazon.
1: (laughs) But what he's doing is he's asking the public for help IDing this guy. Maybe it's a neighbor. And this is where I'm just like, ooh, it's going to get problematic. And then Uh it super does. Because he's like... Is it a family
2: member? Is it a neighbor? Or maybe that one guy that lives over at that one place that just... Kind of
0: not right.
1: Maybe it's that one guy who lives in that one place, and he's just kind of—he's just kind of not right. Can I remind like, everybody stop.
0: that Boo Radley is the hero of To Kill a Mockingbird? We gotta stop! Yeah. And the, he even yeah. says
1: that one guy who lives in that one place—he doesn't even know where he's going with it. I know. But he's basically like, you know, the weirdo. Yeah. Let's haul their asses so, in. Oh yeah. This no. I know. We gotta we gotta stop doing this. I know. Absolutely not. But also like it, that doesn't even work. Right. But so this guy is now just m- insane. Like I
0: know. Delphi is not. A big town. This is just the beginning of me being like, How do we not know who this is? I know. How do we not know who this is? It's also, again, like not the best photo. Yeah. He's wearing a hat. You yeah. can't really see his but face. But you know what? I will say, they say he's wearing a distinctive jacket. Like, he's yeah. wearing a jacket that, like, somebody who saw this picture is like, Oh, I know that. Like, it's distinctive enough that yeah. you should be able to know who this is. And
1: interestingly enough, the last time I saw it was right. February 13th, Dude, and now it's gone. Right, and they're, right. what was that, a fire in my backyard? <laughs> yeah. Weird. Um, but this guy is immediately known as British Bridge Guy.
0: Which I, I first had a big problem with this name, but then I realized they did take our direction of stop giving people the sexy like Night Stalker nicknames. Of course,
1: but it's funny because the narration is like, and so the picture of Bridge Guy, they just call him I Bridge know, Guy like I that's know, actually his I name. Know. It's like very casual and I'm like, you know what? But also that's a name invented by the internet if I've ever heard one. It's Guy,
0: it's not Night Stalker or Zodiac Killer or, sure. you know what I mean? Like it's not a sexy name, so they did the right thing. Yes. I think it's annoying and I think it's weird. I think we could have done better, but it's also not sexy, which I like.
1: Fascinating how you had so many feelings about- <laughs> you know,
0: Two words. Bridge guy?
1: bridge guy. I know. I'm, I was like, yeah, he's on a bridge. He's a guy. He's a bridge guy. Like that I didn't think about it again.
0: I know. I know.
1: But we learn this big reveal that the photos were from Libby's phone. Libby yeah. took the photo of bridge guy. And the thing is, he's far enough away, but yep. he's walking toward them. So Libby was probably, he, she saw this kind of creepo guy yep. and just like snapped a picture. Of so,
0: him. and to give you the geography of this, if you remember when we we're talking about that death bridge, that's 70 stories in the air, yeah. when you cross it and you get, to to the other side there's nowhere to go so you've got to go back the same way that you came this guy is coming in that direction so they've Libby and Abby have crossed towards the place of no return Uh and the only way to get back to safety is back the other way and this guy is walking towards them they are trapped
1: they are trapped and then we just start getting a history lesson about Delphi
0: weird we can skip it yeah
1: but also some woman we don't know who she is she's just like sitting outside and she's like
5: it was probably a good year before anybody requested trail maps from me again and we used to have requests weekly.
1: No one wants to go on the trails anymore. I know. Okay, after this happened, it took like a year for yeah. people to start asking for trail maps for yeah. me again. They used to ask me for trail maps like weekly,
0: Barbara. I know. And then it all
1: stopped for like a <laughs> solid year. No one wants the trail maps. I gotta say,
0: I'm actually surprised. I'm surprised that everybody who listened to this podcast didn't make a beeline for Delphi to go see Or a shit ton bridge. of
1: YouTubers. Ugh. I know.
0: Guess who wants to go see the bridge? You. Me. <laughs>
1: but not for like
0: a gross reason. I, like, I want to see it.
1: I want to be there to burn it down so that we never I know. Have anything horrible? We should have a burning it down
0: ceremony. Great. Remember that time we covered that case? Where we were going to buy that house and knock it down where he Monster kept the preacher. ladies. Yeah. Oh my God. Should we buy the bridge? Yeah. Can we buy the Delphi no, bridge? No, I'm just
1: going to burn it. I'm okay. not buying. Like, I'll <laughs> donate whatever money needs totally. to be donated. But and like, don't buying. let
0: Zach Baggins get fucking his hands on any piece of that bridge. You know he wants to. You know
1: what? That
0: guy's got a museum. Zach.
1: I know. I know. With the with Annabelle from The Conjuring. Yeah, I, know I know all about <laughs> it. Okay. Um, but the the thing almost as infuriating as Zach, I think it's Bagans.
0: Who cares? I don't
1: know. Doesn't but matter. That, almost as infuriating it's a shyer name if
0: I've ever heard one. That's, they well, all live with Bilbo. But
1: it's Bilbo Baggins. Oh, right. And everyone <laughs> in the Facebook group is like, it's not Baggins like Bilbo, it's Zach Baggins. <laughs> You
0: guys, I love you so much. I don't care what his fucking name is. I don't care. I don't care. But
1: almost as frustrating as his existence yeah. is the fact that this picture of Bridge Guy looks like everybody and nobody. Yes. That's bridge Guy. So, I you know. You guys,
0: it's Bridge Guy. Bridge Guy. He's
1: not like Hottie body or whatever. I, he's no, Bridge no, Guy. I'm
0: glad that it's not the Night Stalker. He's accurately named Bridge Guy. Bridge he's a guy, guy on a bridge. I I, a million percent. It's,
1: it's wild to me that you care so much about the name <laughs> Bridge Guy. It's He's a guy on a bridge. It's like it couldn't be more perfect. I know.
0: I know. It's exactly what it is. Girl, Wild Grain is a sponsor this week. I know you are very excited to talk about it. I'm gonna shut the I'm gonna shut the hell up.
1: I have been dying to talk about this. So Wild Grain is the first ever Bake From Frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. Let me tell you, we had the croissant, we had the sourdough baguette, we had the sourdough loaf. Each item you bake it right from frozen in 25 minutes or less. There's no thawing required. What
0: is like the word for foodie for people who just like bread? Because that is Steve. Steve is a bready. That's me. When we got our wild grain box. Steve tore, actually Golden tore it open. He was like, Golden smelled the bread, tore the mm-hmm. thing open. We popped the baguette right in. The, I'm a baguette and yeah. I we devoured that baguette in 30 seconds, and you've been dying to talk about this for weeks. Like, you, this is the real deal, fam. Jillian's, like signed up for this for life.
1: Yeah, Mike made, I'm not kidding, my hand, to, I swear. Yesterday <laughs> Mike was just like, I'm a little hum-, Like A snack he wanted was the yeah. last sourdough baguette we had, and I'm like, we have to order more, because <gasps> I don't know how we're going to survive without it.
0: So fam, you can fully customize customize your Wild Grain box so you can get any combination of breads, pastas, and pastries you like. If you want a box full of bread, all pasta, all pastries, you can have it.
1: That's right. And plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box. When you go to wildgrain.com slash TCO to start your subscription.
0: You heard her. Free croissants. in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash TCO that's wildgrain.com slash TCO or you can
1: use promo code TCO at checkout so one week after releasing the bridge guy photo there's another major development yes
0: and so they tell us that Libby amazing fucking Libby had the presence of mind. like remember these girls are cornered and they know some shit's about to go down so Libby had the presence of mind to turn her video camera on but to put it in her pocket again we we don't know we're guessing about everything but we do know that like there's some video of him and there's some audio of him that she was able to capture and in this new press conference they give us some of that audio
1: right so they release three words and now this is we've done this a zillion times before yeah. they play it a couple times it's bad quality of yeah. course it was probably the foam was in her pocket or yeah. whatever yeah. and it sounds like someone saying down the hill down
0: the hill Kind of. I would not have known that that's what he was saying.
1: I hear it because yeah. they're telling us that's yeah, what he yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. we've done this a thousand times. Yeah. And then we talked to all the parents and the grandparents and they're like, I heard like nothing. I heard nonsense. I yeah. And then we all heard down the hill because they told us they were saying down the hill.
0: And they also say, again, us like saying that Abby and Libby were cornered because that guy's coming the only way they could have gotten back out. Everyone, including the cops, is guessing. But where that bridge ends, apparently there is a hill yeah. and it seems like he was telling them to go down that hill.
1: And the bodies were found right near it. Yeah. So they're just kind of putting it together. But the thing is, like, here's what everyone knows, right? Libby took the photos and the video and the yeah. audio or whatever. And right now, everything we know about this case is because of Libby.
0: Exactly. It's amazing. Exactly. It, is, it is absolutely amazing. And so
1: I'm sitting here, I'm like, well, between, it's not the best audio and no. it's not the best thing, but between all that, it's a small town. Like, we have to know who this guy is, right? That's coming up in part two, yeah. right? Please yeah, yeah, got Yeah, 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 Please yeah. <laughs> Goddess. Right? Jesus
0: Christ. So here we are at part two. And, you know, of course we got another, like, we got a whole... 10 minutes of like what we just saw but it opens with the family and the public being very frustrated that the police won't release more
1: there is a wall of secrecy there
0: though that is. I felt when i was there
3: they do know way more than we know they'll say that they have the dna and i'm surprised i haven't heard more about the dna
0: we learned that like maybe there's dna maybe there's more images maybe there's more moving images we don't even know how they were killed yeah maybe there's more audio right exactly we don't
1: know i mean even the families they don't know anything, and they keep describing it as this wall of secrecy. Yeah.
0: And they want and more. I get it. Like, again, we've done this a hundred million times. So, like, I, you know, we've mm-hmm. got, like, a, this FBI guy who's not connected to the case, but he's here to kind of explain what's happening. The person who is in charge of the investigation is constantly walking a tightrope between wanting to reveal information and get help from people that might have information and not wanting to reveal information that only the offender will know that he did. If they find a person that they think did it and they can get him to confess, he will confess to things that only he and the cops know. Sure. They they can't tell them everything. I get
1: that, but I'm going to
0: have a lot of questions coming up. Okay.
1: Because by July of 2017, they release a composite sketch. Fucking how? I mean,
0: how? They release a composite sketch of like a full-faced person, like like a photograph. And he's like this middle-aged, kind of chubby-looking guy, kind of looks like He's like a guy. (laughs) Yeah, right. And, And at the same, time it's like that photo of the zodiac killer that looks exactly like uh db cooper Cooper. who looks exactly like
1: that guy from next door who looks exactly like the guy like
0: this guy just looks like kind of like a schlubby middle-aged guy like me look at a picture (laughs) look at my headshot, you guys it's gorgeous
1: (laughs) but then we get it's one of these things now everyone is looking at everybody and grandma becky she's like it didn't matter
5: where you went you were looking i made so many people feel uncomfortable
0: It goes zero to Salem Witch Trials really fast.
1: Remember in Scream where Jamie Kennedy's like, everybody's a suspect. That's what it was like in the middle of the the
0: video store. You know, as awful as that is, what that means is like everybody wants to fucking find this guy. Right. And because Delphi seems like a small town, and we'll get more into this later, but in case I forget to say it, I'll say it now. Yeah. They think that this guy probably is local. They think that like you would have to know about that bridge. You would have to know that like there's no way out for those girls if you were to get them there. Like it seems like somebody who lives among them. And also
1: didn't flee for whatever reason decided to stay and work at the hardware store or whatever so grandma Becky's like oh god the people I made uncomfortable I kind of can't believe it (laughs) grandpa Mike is like it's not
2: something we're supposed to do in our world but I have no problem staring at somebody it's just part of it it's just I, I can't you know it's within me now I gotta look
1: Oh, I had no problem. That was my life now. I was just staring people down left and right.
0: We need to slow down on Grandpa Mike. Because Grandpa Mike looks like he's 29 years old. Grandpa Mike is Libby and Kelsey's grandfather. We meet his adult daughter who looks appropriately like a mother. She looks like she's in her 40s or 50s or whatever. Her dad looks like he's 25 years old. You know why? Why? Because
1: he... Doesn't give a single solitary fuck about anything. That like to have no strut for him to be like. I, oh, I stared at everybody. What are you kidding me? What am I, I gonna hold back with my granddaughter? <laughs> so, like he doesn't care. Yeah. Secret. That's the secret. Totally. That's the secret. You
0: then you're gonna look like that all your life too, because <laughs> you're 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 a, you're a grandpa Mike if ever I've met one. Oh goodness. Uh, you guys, it's to the point where even the sheriff gets turned in. Like there's an anonymous the sh- yeah. tip line, and like people are just calling in, turning in their husbands and their brothers. The sheriff himself gets turned in on the anonymous tip line, and like the investigators. Ask Actually go and question him. And he's like, and that was okay. Yeah. Where were you, girl? Look, and
1: he's like, I started this witch hunt, I totally get it. he's like they were begging yeah. people like turn in that weirdo down the street Totally, and it's like you can't do that and also grandpa mike like that's okay like yeah. you can't stare everybody down that's where we get into trouble i know so now by april 2019 it's like two years go by yeah. right there's now quote, two
0: years you guys we should have found this guy on day
1: two i know there is now a new direction oh great
0: so i remember when this happened like this was breaking news everywhere i remember watching this press conference live it was bananas so they're gonna hold another press conference and like, pay attention to this. Yeah. They invited the public, which was very weird.
5: It was different from any other press conference for a crime like this that I had covered before because they did invite the public. They made a big deal about inviting the public and uh, they wanted as many people here as possible.
0: Anybody who wants to come in, one one catch though, when you walk in, you got to sign in. Okay. You got to give us your name and your fucking address. Yep.
1: And they wanted as many people there as possible. They publicized this for like a week.
0: Yeah. And it was big. Everyone said that like, they knew that like, whatever was going to happen in this press conference was going to be big. I remember watching it like waiting for it to start being Crazy. like, what is fucking happening? Yeah. Oh my God. And
1: there was a vibe like everyone's saying that like this something major is about to yeah. happen. There was like yeah. this air
0: in the room. And they deliver you guys. The superintendent releases two significant pieces of evidence. So there's a new piece of audio and it's the word guys and they play it together so it says guys down the hill. Guys. Nice. They also say we don't know for sure that that that's connected. That could have been from another point in the audio. We don't know how much audio there is. That's.
1: I'm assuming it's the same sentence. Yeah. And I think like I don't know what about that that they would want to hide. That just say that he. It's and a but full sentence. Tel- right? Right? Like, that's what I'm saying. You would think like
0: the cops would just like l- let's clear up this one mystery. There's
1: no reason that that needs to be withheld. Yeah. That if guys was part of that sentence right. or if guys was from another random part of the that's ridiculous. Also that they're imagine not being clear. you're
0: the killer and you didn't. No, you're like, oh, fuck, that girl had a fucking cell phone in her pocket. That's exactly
1: what they're hoping. Totally.
0: <laughs> and then the second big thing. You would know in that moment if I was a killer and I was in the room, because I'd be like, <gasps> ah, ah,
1: ah. Uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry. No, I'm that sorry. was just mm, uh, mm. um, a chew. I'm yeah. so sorry about that. I have a cold. And the second big thing is that there's video. Yeah. So
0: Libby is incredible. Libby just had the foresight. She knew some shit was going to go down. Yeah. And she took this video and audio like totally on the slide. And
1: so that first image of Bridge Guy yeah. is a screenshot. I'm
0: sorry. Bridge Guy.
1: It's Bridge Guy.
0: I know. What am I going to do? You're just saying it so normally now. They do it. Like we've just accepted that that's his name.
1: I don't understand. <laughs> What other name he could have?
0: I know. He's a guy I know, on a bridge. Yeah, bridge. Bridge guy. All right. Okay.
1: Yeah. So this the image of this bridge person. Guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, that we saw earlier is actually a screenshot of a video that Libby took. So we see him walking. Yeah. What they release is I I just say like it's kind of like a boomerang on it's Instagram. Like two seconds. Right. And it's just him like walking. So what they're saying is like I know you can't see his face. Yeah. But any mannerisms of someone you but know. But they
0: so in the same breath they're like
2: remember is walking on the former railroad bridge. Because of the deteriorated condition of the bridge, the suspect is not walking naturally due to the spacing between the ties.
0: Pay attention to how he's walking. Pay attention to his gait. Oh, by the way, because he's on that bridge with missing planks, that, like, he's probably not. Old bridge. Yeah, he's probably not walking how he walks in real life.
1: Sheriff, mm-hmm. like what? And I also, know. can we just fix the bridge, or just not know, have the bridge, or I just also—it's seventy stories in the air, you guys. <laughs> That's what it feels like. And so they're also saying you can't see his face, but if anyone walks a little weird yeah. and then add some more weirdness to that, it's probably your next door neighbor, right? Yeah. You guys, we can't
0: do this. It's got—I mean—at this point, like, it's got to be some random guy. It's got to be like an Israel Keys. Like, random person from nowhere, you know what I mean? Like, but they're not over. This, no, this, but this press conference isn't over. Oh God! Oh, but sit down, pull over, whatever you have, give your kids a screen. Yeah. It's about to get crazy up in here. So, Everyone's like, Patrick, we know this, we story.
1: know the story. But <laughs> guess what? I, for people who are new here, I, welcome. Know. I don't want you to feel like we're gatekeeping this. <laughs> no. Remember that sketch from a few years ago? Marriages ended over it, yeah, probably totally, because yes. everyone was like turning like, in their, turning their brothers and husbands. In. Yeah, that's out the window. Fuck it, it's Fuck gone. It. It's
0: yeah. gone. Yeah. You guys, they release a brand new sketch. They're like, actually, this is the guy. Like, this is a sketch of the killer.
1: How are sketches being made? Who,
0: so, but just before we get to that, this guy looks completely different. He yeah. looks like he's 18 years old. He looks like my friend Lewis Peitzman. Look at him. Oh, Louis! <laughs> he looks oh, just like yes. Lewis is is verified on Twitter. Lewis. It's fine that I said his name. He's great. He, he looks just like Lewis.
1: Oh, my God. You
0: know, and it's like they know so much more than they're telling us. Like, they must have a photograph of him. I'm like, how it are they? It looks nothing up? like the actual guy. It looks nothing like the original sketch. And
1: all they say is well.
2: The result of the new information. And intelligence over time leads us to believe the sketch which you will see shortly is the person responsible for the murders of these two little girls
1: new information and new intelligence over time yeah. have led us to this and I'm like wait but to get a sketch like do you know like how are you getting these sketches and two different sketches that look complete opposite yeah. like th- this new one is much younger than the original yeah. but then they tell us this. it's so frustrating it's like either he lives or works in Delphi or has lived yeah. and or has worked in Delphi also we
2: believe this person is currently between the age range of 18 and 40 but might appear younger than his true age
1: he might appear younger than his real right. age it's just <laughs> Go- Again, it's like,
0: it I know. could be absolutely anybody. But because of the footage that they've released, you cannot see his face. So they have to have information they're they not telling have us. to. Either there was an eyewitness who saw the guy, or they know who it is, and they're like, he looks like him, somebody turned him in. Why can't you just go get him? Because maybe they don't have enough information. Ask and they- him a question and see where it goes. I mean, maybe they literally put a picture of Louis Peitzman and they're hoping that his sister turns him in. Louis. Louis. <laughs> He
1: just started watching Succession. I can't I, lose Lewis. I can't I, lose another succession friend.
0: But like I just want to I wanna slow down on the fact that the cops have information they're not giving us. Yeah. They absolutely do.
1: And then this is like the they longest. They must
0: have an idea of who it is. They must they like, have, have an idea.
1: Because this is the longest press conference ever. Yeah, yeah. Because the superintendent, he goes in a little more. So th- to your
0: point. You guys get ready. If you didn't pull over, seriously pull seriously. over
1: now. He starts speaking directly to the killer. So
0: I re- I was watching this live, and when he says what he's about, about to say i screamed at the top of my lungs
2: directly to the killer who may be in this room. We believe you are hiding in plain sight.
0: And to the killer who may be in this room. Which is why I had everyone sign in, by the way. Exactly. And that's why they invited members of the public. They think this guy is that kind of narcissistic killer. And because they publicized this press conference weeks ahead of time, they gave him time to fucking get there. They think he's there. And like the reporters in the room are with us now. They're yeah. all looking at each other like, like, are you bridge guy? Are you bridge guy? Everyone, bridge
1: in, guy? The bridge guy, everyone in the room was bridge guy, someone says. But he read this guy, he really, he's like, you know, like, what will those closest do you think when they hear when you murdered those two girls yeah. and only a coward and I feel maybe because I didn't watch it live when it happened uh-huh. but to me it feels like this guy is trying super hard to get a reaction from someone in the moment like the bridge like bridge guy's going to be like aha uh-huh. but to me it's like not super landing I mean, this intensity to me,
0: the cop guy looks like he's about to burst into tears he looks so angry like he wants to be pounding his fist somebody says I thought for sure
5: Carter was coming off that stage after somebody when he ended he walked away from that podium like he owned it and I thought, oh my gosh, the rich guy was dumb enough to show up here. He's going to go choke somebody out. That's actually what I thought.
1: It didn't land for me. No. <laughs> to be honest, yeah, felt it's, a a th- no you,
0: it's a no for you, Doc. It's a no for me. We're going to go yeah. in a different direction. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. just
1: felt like it was a little much. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> Imagine that you're in the room and you think somebody in the room is the killer. Yeah. Though. You know what I mean? I, yeah. So you heard the words and you understood what they meant. <laughs> I
1: did. I did. I just, maybe it was the edit. I yes. don't know. But I'm like, it's not landing.
0: I remember watching it live thinking like, what if the fucking killer is in there? Know, oh my just God. Like oh my this. God. Girl, Wild Grain is a sponsor this week. I know you are very excited to talk about. It. I'm gonna shut the I'm gonna shut the hell up. I've been
1: dying to talk about this. So Wild Grain is the first ever bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. Let me tell you, we had the croissant, we had the sourdough baguette, we had the sourdough loaf. Each item, you bake it right from frozen in 25 minutes or less. There's no thawing required. What
0: is like the word for foodie for people who just like bread? Because that is Steve. Steve is a bready. When we got our wild grain box. Steve tore, actually Golden tore it open. He was like, Golden smelled the bread, tore the Mm -hmm. thing open. We popped the baguette right in. I'm a baguette and I we devoured that baguette in 30 seconds, and you've been dying to talk about this for weeks. Like, this is the real deal, fam. Julian's like, signed up for this for life.
1: Yeah, Mike made, I'm not kidding, my hand, I swear. Yesterday (laughs) Mike was just like, I'm a little, like, a snack he wanted was the last sourdough baguette we had, and I'm like, we have to order more, because I don't (gasps) know how we're gonna survive without it.
0: So, fam, you can fully customize. Customize your wild grain box so you can get any combination of breads, pastas, and pastries you like. If you want a box full of bread, all pasta, all pastries, you can have it. That's
1: right. And plus, for a limited time, you can get thirty dollars off the first box, plus free croissants in every box. When you go to wildgrain.com slash TCO to start your subscription.
0: You heard her free (laughs) croissants. In every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash TCO. That's
1: wildgrain.com slash TCO. Or you can use promo code TCO at checkout. But after all this, so like four big reveals in this press conference and absolutely nothing
0: comes of it. Somebody, I know I've said it a thousand. Explain to me how we don't know who this is. I, I am everybody who lives in this town. I don't know. Carrie, Libby's mom, was like, yeah. how? How, how? How, how, how? How do we not know who it is? We've got video. We've got audio. We've got pictures of him. Like, what are you talking about?
1: And now, I mean, they spent two years putting that first original sketch everywhere. Yeah. Yes. Accusing people. Yes. Breaking up marriages. I mean,
0: the, the the family, like Libby's family spent time and resources sending it to literally every sheriff station in the country. This is the guy.
1: And now there's a brand new sketch. But I two will say- years later.
0: Libby's grandmother finds this kind of amazing thing on the internet.
1: Somebody overlaid
5: the two sketches and that's when it hit me and I realized they're really not that different. They really aren't. The main features that they tell you to look at anyway were very similar.
0: When you do the overlay, the features are exactly the same. It's she's kind like, of remarkable. And the
1: way she's the way she says it, she's like, "They're really not that different. They're no. really not like look at and it."
0: And you can see it. They show it to us in real time, and it's like, and she says, "I'm an older person, so to me, everybody looks younger." But if it was a younger witness, the, then the suspect would look older. So maybe they have two witnesses, an older person and a younger like, person.
1: What? I know. Who are these people? I know. How are they getting these sketches? Like, I just there's so much they're not saying, and yeah. there has to be some middle ground.
0: I mean, I feel. Like All these years later, give us everything you got, cops. Give us everything you got. Let Billy Jensen get on Facebook and solve this. So let's
1: just say Grandma Becky's onto something with yeah. this thing where it's like an older witness and a younger witness. Where are they? I know. And how have they not told anyone that they're a witness. Yeah. Like, after all this time... Because and it's, that guy's
0: still out there. You know what I mean? So it's like, are they going to come kill... Is it his daughter? Who knows? You know what I mean? But like, can't
1: you just go on Reddit and be like, it's me? Like, I don't understand. Like I know. It's just how two people over two years can be so quiet that it, about a case that has ripped this town apart. Like, it, there's just so many unknowns.
0: And also with this new composite sketch, now everyone's turning everybody in again. Now it's... But now it's college kids.
1: And also, yeah, like classmates, yeah. like children. I know. I know.
4: Maybe not children, but kids. <laughs> and, and at one point, Kelsey's like... I love my friends, but I would turn them in if I thought they did it. I love my friends, but if you like killed my
1: sister and her friend, then fuck you. Like we're not friends
0: anymore. And so it's now two years later and podcaster Barbara is with the sheriff in the woods and she's asking him pointed questions and she asks him,
5: Is there more audio from him on the tape than what's been released?
3: Not that I am aware of.
0: But apparently there is more video of the guy that is being studied. He won't say that it's minutes long, but is it? A minute long.
1: This is such a frustrating conversation because Barbara is so direct and so clear. He's like, "Nope, we can't release more of the video. There's nothing earth-shattering about it." And she's like, "What about fingerprints?" He's like, "Oh, we got a few of those, but uh, they probably don't even belong to the killer." And she's like, "Cool, DNA, bra, like, what about that?" Oh yeah, we uh, we
0: actually do have DNA as well. We don't know if it's his. It
1: probably is. Like, I don't understand. Like, is it there? I don't. uh. But my
0: thing is this: like, if there is more video, why can't we see it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Is it more video of him, or is it? is it pocket video of Libby's pocket? Then say it. Then say that. And to
1: say there's nothing earth shattering, then it, to me it's the same thing as saying it's in her pocket. Well, the other maybe. thing
0: though is that maybe like now where it's like maybe they don't want the killer to know what they have. Because he did say that at the press conference. You want to know what we know. And
1: that's fair enough.
0: Because if he did not know that she had a phone on her, then he really doesn't know what they have. Maybe they really do know what he looks like.
1: I still think that they can be a little more helpful with the family.
0: Yeah. I mean, one of the things I appreciate here is that they don't get into how they died. And I'm kind of glad to not know that. I know. I mean, we get this like this FBI specialist uh, profiler who I love. And she's talking about like Mary Ellen O'Toole. Mary Ellen O'Toole, she says some really amazing things. And she says,
5: And when you look at a crime like this, where there's predatory behavior involved, and predatory behavior means hunting behavior, hunting for victims, that that suggests to me that one of the motives and maybe the primary motive was um sexual in nature
0: we are to assume that he probably sexually assaulted these kids, and I'm glad that we don't get into it. My other thought is, if you're a lone killer, how do you subdue two 13 year old girls at the same time?
1: I know. And then, like, does that mean they knew him? The way he said, like, guys down yeah. the hill. The uh-huh. way he said down the hill. Yeah. It feels like maybe he knew them in some way, maybe. Well, or am I just like? Because the other
0: thing Mary Ellen says is that this looks like the kind of like she's been doing this for years with the FBI. Profiling oh, she's people. she's
1: worked out the collar bomb case. The um. Evil genius. Oh, she was on that case. Green River Killer, Ted Kaczynski, uh, Elizabeth Smart, Natalie Holloway, Columbine shootings. I mean, her resume is out of control. So
0: she knows everything and she was saying that, like, the thing about this kind of killer is that if it was sexually motivated, he had to have known the area. He had to have found a place that was isolated where he could have like some element of control and then wait for a moment of opportunity. So, like, she is saying that he probably is local or at least knows the area really well. And it's like, it's such a small town. Yeah. How do they not know who it is? I know. Because she
1: also says, like, he's very relaxed. He's not in a rush, even when he's walking. She also says, When an
5: offender commits a crime outdoors, they can't control. Everything They can't control who might have seen them, who ran back into the woods. They can't control who saw their car. So it's very high risk for the offender to kill someone outside. So that tells me this is an offender who's very tolerant of high risk.
0: I thought that was one of the most fascinating parts of this whole thing because, again, this guy seems to be super lucky that it's broad daylight. On a popular hiking trail, yeah. especially where other young kids go all the time and, and nobody had, saw him. And everyone has off that day. Yes, yes. They it were was all a holiday. Off, right? Right, so yeah. like... And, like, he led them a quarter mile away from where they were on the bridge. And, like, through popular hiking trails, nobody saw him come in. Nobody saw him leave. And, like, even Libby, who was able to take audio and video of this guy, didn't get a clear enough shot of his face. How did this guy get so lucky?
1: There is earth-shattering audio that is too yeah. tragic and traumatic to share. For There's sure. got to be—if he yeah. led them a quarter mile, there was a threat. There was yeah. a weapon. Yeah. There were other things that were said. Maybe Libby only had those couple of seconds. That's yeah. fine. But yeah. I think there is— is for sure more there. That is more earth-shattering than they want us to know.
0: Yes. Oh, God.
1: But basically, it's like, so in conclusion, it could be anyone for any reason <laughs> yeah. at any time from any place from anywhere except probably Delphi. He probably works at the supermarket.
0: And they just say, like, until this bridge guy is brought to justice, everyone's going to be afraid that he's still out there living among them. And, like, it's got to be terrifying to live in Delphi these days. Yeah.
1: I mean, that poor woman, no one is going to go on our hiking trails. I know. <laughs> what else is there to do? Also, what are we doing about the bridge, Delphi? I I still don't have any updates about that. What are we doing about the bridge? I want to know. Girl, that is such a sad story. I know. And look, I have to tell you, there are some updates, but not really any updates. Like things are happening, but we kind of can't keep up with what's going on. There's definitely more things going with, like that Instagram profile or that like catfishing thing. Like there are definitely more updates since the last time we spoke about this. But who knows? I can barely keep up on what's going on. No,
0: the authorities are, of course, are still hard at work on this case. You know, you can check out the Wikipedia page. Honestly, I like. I know that's not like the greatest source of information on the internet, but it's it's a good one for this. I found some good new information there.
1: You know what's a good Goog hack, if I may? Type in like Delphi murders and just go to the news tab on Google and it'll give you all the latest articles.
0: Yep. So one last time, fam. Don't forget. Merch is still on sale. Go check it out. at Truecrimeless.com. Click on the merch link. Check out the August tour dates where I'm bringing the Missing Maura Murray show on the road to Florida, Texas, Atlanta, and St. Paul. And check out Let the Women Do the Work, Jillian's new podcast. And it's so good and we love it so much.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening and all your amazing Messages about it, so thank you so much,
0: girl. What are we doing next? We are doing
1: "Vanished in New Canaan," an ID murder mystery.
0: Oh, right. This is banana. I don't know anything about this case, but apparently, it's crazy.
1: It's a little crazy. They're caught red-handed. That's all. I'm gonna okay. Say. There's a lot. There's from Good. the very beginning. We got a lot of footage
0: here. All right. Well, fam, stay tuned for the trailer for that. Our funny and hilarious outtakes, and that's it. We love you.
1: We love you. Thanks so much for hanging out. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.
2: <laughs> As part of this timeline, we see video surveillance from homes for businesses that have cameras which capture vehicular activity on roadways.
3: It's an ongoing mystery that has gripped the nation. Police in Connecticut are investigating the disappearance of a mother of five children.
4: Jennifer is the focus of this story.
1: Whatever happened to Jennifer happened inside that house.
3: In this special, we join authorities scrambling to find Jennifer farber Dulos.
2: This is incredible police work. Over 400 pages uh, of affidavits and search warrants. The trail of
3: evidence reveals dark secrets. There were problems lurking underneath.
1: He wanted her to stay with him, whether he had one affair, eighty affairs.
3: Before the case is solved, a stunning twist.
2: I'm watching the news, and they're performing CPR in his driveway.
4: The victim here is Jennifer, who is still missing.
0: Oh my God! I just put water all over my computer. No, it's fine. We're fine. We're. <laughs> yes. Yeah, <she's> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I told you my dad in his spare time, which he has none, is now a volunteer. He's the EMT for the local fire department.
0: That is crazy. So it's he,
1: the calls will be like an overdose and he's like, I brought <gasps> someone back to life tonight. Oh, my or, God. Or like pulling people out of cars. Like he, But it's all like, I'm like, Dad, you have to be up at six in the morning tomorrow. <laughs> I I, thank yeah. you for saving that yeah, person. Sure. Like, I'm not trying to <laughs> pick and choose.
0: Girl, Wild Grain is the sponsor this week. I know you are very excited to talk about it. I'm gonna shut the I'm gonna shut the hell up.
1: I've been dying to talk about this. So Wild Grain is the first ever bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. Let me tell you, we had the croissant, we had the sourdough baguette, we had the sourdough loaf. Each item, you bake it right from frozen in 25 minutes or less. There's no thawing required.
0: What is like the word for foodie for people who just like bread? Because that is Steve. Steve is a bready. When we got. Our wild grain box. Steve tore actually, Golden tore it open. He was like, Golden smelled the bread, tore the mm-hmm. thing open. We popped the baguette right in. The, I'm a baguette, and yeah. I we devoured that baguette in 30 seconds. And you've been dying to talk about this for weeks. Like, you, this is the real deal, fam. Julian's like signed up for this for life.
1: Yeah, Mike, may, I'm not kidding. My hand, to, I swear. Yesterday, <laughs> Mike was just like, I'm a little hungry. Like a snack he wanted was the yeah. last sourdough baguette we had, and I'm like, we have to order more because uh-huh. I don't know how we're gonna survive without it.
0: So, fam, you can fully customize your Wild Grain box so you can get any combination of breads, pastas, and pastries you like. If you want a box full of bread, all pasta, all pastries, you can have it. That's right. And plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off
1: the first box plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash TCO to start your subscription.
0: You heard her. Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash TCO. That's
1: wildgrain.com slash TCO or you can use promo code TCO at checkout.